the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Taking our cue from three young men several centuries ago. That is the subject of our time together today on Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. Join us. It was told that all Polycarp had to do was simply acquiesce to the Caesar and say that he was God. Words, they didn't even have to mean anything. But Polycarp remained true to the God that he served. So did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So is compromise allowed in our society? If not, what are the answers? These are questions we're looking at as we return once again to the book of Daniel. Welcome, this is Truth For Today, and Pastor Phil Howard takes us to Daniel in a message called Bower Burn, taken from our series, A Nation in Moral Crisis. Here's Pastor Phil with today's program. Daniel 3. We've got uh, three Hebrew boys that have been taken from Jerusalem into Babylon. Why did God let Israel go into captivity for 70 years? Idolatry. Idolatry. And God kept warning them through the prophets, if you keep bowing to these other gods, I'm going to let them conquer you. And you read it through the kings and the chronicles. The northern kingdom is sacked in 606 by Assyria. Judah falls in 586 B.C. And it's all over idolatry. Now we've got some Babylonian uh, captives, Jewish boys, that in chapter 1 with Daniel, they would not eat the king's meat. They stood and uh, stood for their conviction, and uh, they fared well. They were given promotion. Now we come to chapter 3, and Nebuchadnezzar uh, has decided to make a golden image. Uh, We don't know if it was of himself, uh, whatever, but In this, they're going to play out on the plains of Shinar. They're going to bring all the government officials. The band is going to strike it up. And when the music starts, they are to all bow down. And, uh, but you come to uh, verse 6. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall immediately be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, as soon as all the people heard the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music, all the peoples, nations, and languages fell down and worshiped the golden image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Uh, What a horrific challenge. If you're a Jewish boy that's a true believer, you're a monotheist, Only the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is your God. And we've already seen Jerusalem sacked. We've seen our women raped. We've seen our children killed because we bowed to other gods. 
We've seen what idolatry did to our people. How do you think we got exiled? We're in David's land. This is God's promised land. But God said in Deuteronomy, if you don't abide by the rules, I'm going to kick you off the land. It's called the Palestinian Rental Agreement. You do Israel what I say, or I remove you. And so here we've got these Hebrew boys that are God lovers, true remnant, outstanding young men, probably brothers, Daniel. They're already serving government posts. MacArthur brings out the fact that many Christians in high places are going to lose their jobs. He had a judge get a hold of him. They probably will lose his position as a judge because he won't perform same-sex marriages. So this brilliant mind we have to take off the bench and guess what we'll replace it with? More reprobate mind. And so everybody bows. And all of a sudden, the Chaldeans, who were really envious of these Jewish boys getting promotions, promotions. You know, whether you like Jews or not, in every field in the world, practically, God has taken a Jew to the top. Finance, music, the drip system came right out of Israel. No, no, no. God's hand, even in their rebellion, even in their rejection, God preserves little Israel. Why, why don't all the Arabs just invade her right tonight and wipe her off the map? Why hasn't that been done yet? The unseen hand of God, friend. The unseen hand of God. Therefore, the Chaldeans came forward and maliciously accused the Jews. They tell the king, hey, the music blew. But there's certain Jews in verse 12 that they didn't get the message. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, the Babylonian names. These men don't pay any attention to you. They don't serve your gods or worship the golden image that you've set up. Well, Nebuchadnezzar, he's been publicly disgraced and shamed. He is furious. Uh, he calls the boys in, and he inquires in verse 14, Is it true that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden image I've set up? Now, I'm going to give you a second chance. I, I know hearing aids go out. Hearing can be defective. I know you're men of intelligence. So, um, I'm going to give you a second chance and if you don't worship, you shall immediately be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. And here, here's the insult. Here is the insult. This is where he gets in trouble. And who is the God who can deliver you out of my hands? See, the Hebrew boys are no threat to a pagan king. But these pagan kings would make fun of their God. Sennacherib did this when he's trying to invade Israel. And it came down to Judah. And Hezekiah is there. And Hezekiah is telling the people from Isaiah, strengthen, look to God, trust him. God will deliver us. And Sennacherib said, 
Don't listen. Don't listen to your prophet. Don't listen to Sennacherib. Name me one God of all the peoples we have conquered that's been able to deliver. Well, Sennacherib, that night you're going to lose 185,000 men and you're going to go back to your home country and your two boys are going to stab you to death in your house of worship. You don't mess with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's powerful. He is powerful. But they made fun of this God. You can't deliver these bunch of Jews. They're a little pocket of people. Whoa, you can kick them around. Make fun. Their God. Oh, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, you should have kept your mouth shut. They're, they're easy. To, but you just brought their God. Who, what? Name me a God that can deliver from this fiery furnace. Now he brings the boys up. And, and look at this. He asked, okay, how are you going to respond? Nebuchadnezzar, we don't need to answer you in this matter. We've already gone on record. If this be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you've set up. Now, there's two things here, God's ability and God's willingness. Is God able to save your son or your daughter? Is God able to deliver you from your trial? Is it his will? Will he do it? It's not a lack of ability. And these Hebrew boys already know it was the will of God to send us into exile. He had the power to keep the nations from defeating us. But it's the will of God that we're in exile. That we're right here in your court. But listen, listen, O king. Listen, Supreme Court. Listen, Nero. Listen, Haman. Listen, Hitler. Listen. If our God wants to, he's able. He's got the ability. You're pushing around omnipotence. I just saw a documentary where Hitler claimed to be Messiah of the German people. And then he dies with Eva Braun in a bunker, surrounded in rubble. The men who've claimed to be greater than our God have not done well. Herod claimed to be God, and Josephus said he was stricken with a disease in the bowels, and his bowels came out of his body, and he died a vicious death. The worms ate up the man that claimed to be greater than our God. Our God is not going to remain silent. He said in Romans 1, I will give you up. I will give you up. I'll give you over to your vile affections. And you will destroy yourself. And I will let your culture die. Don't you take on God, United States of America. Don't you take on God, whoever you think you are, Muslim world. Don't take on the God and Father of our Lord. He will win the battle. 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 Now, here's the thing. But even if he doesn't decide to do it now and he wants me to die a martyr's death, just like he did in the book of Acts, just like we did through church history, the brother and I are going through a church history devotional that a 
dear family in the church gave me. Every day it's a, a segment of church history. And as you read that, the martyrs, the people that uh, the rope didn't dissolve, the, the fire didn't go out, they died at the stake. They died. That's the issue I ask ourselves. Will you bow or will you be willing to be burned? Do we have that kind of backbone? Can we take suffering for our faith? Can we take, you know, it's like there in South Carolina. Not only was our brothers and sisters killed, but within a week, seven of their churches burned down. In a week. Hate. Hate. It's a terrible thing, and sometimes God's people have not always been delivered. They have heard the Lord say, I'll go with you through the fire. But I must say, he has secret power over the flame. We'll keep on. Well, Nebuchadnezzar's filled with rage. He says, uh, uh, they, they always know what they're saying, but he, the furnace seven times hotter which we don't know how they could even do that. It's a, an expression, a, a superlative. As hot as you can get it, and so hot, and, and the haste was so quick that it burned up the soldiers, imagine, throwing them in, and all of a sudden, they're in there, and this pagan king gets up. I'm astonished. Oh, something's wrong. What's wrong? Did we not throw in three? Verse 20, did we... Not cast three men bound into the fire? Yes, we know how to count. He answered and said, I see four men unbound, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt, and the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. It was the son of God. But this is a pagan. He, doesn't, he calls him an angel later. He doesn't know what he is, but somebody in there is walking around. The fourth man has visited many a dungeon of his people. The fourth man keeps showing up in history, shows up for Joshua, shows up for Peter at the jail. The fourth man is God the Son, and he showed up. And then they pull him out, said, let's examine these men. Uh, their hair's not sins. Look at this. As you go down, the fire had not had any power over the bodies of those men. Verse 27, the hair of their heads was not singed. Their cloaks were not harmed, did not smell like fire. And listen to what Nebuchadnezzar says. Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants, who trusted in him. He didn't deliver those who bowed. He delivered those who trusted him. And Set aside the king's command. He's made the command, but they had enough nerve to take me on. And yielded up their bodies. Ah, would you be willing to yield up your body? Do you love Jesus enough not to bow? Or what gods have you already bowed to? Do you think American Christians are bowing to other gods? Pleasure, money, sex, pornography, Addicted to alcohol, to drugs. I just do a little marijuana Friday night. We just see a little porno. It enriches our marriage. Because sin always helps out your marriage. 75% of men going to church, they say, are now addicted to pornography. And 50% of them are pastors. Christianity today. 
Look it up. Imagine coming to church and thinking that out of every four men, 75% of them have been looking at naked women before they came to church. And we wonder where the power of God and the power of revival and the power of holiness happens to be. And we're wondering why our kids can't keep pure. How are you doing, Dad? It's a dirty church in a dirty world. Can you flee sin? Are you? Or are you bowing? Offerings, ready for $1,000 summer slump in the hole. 200 of you are members and you don't give. Why? Why don't you just graciously ask your membership to be dropped? Because you're breaking covenant. You don't mean it. You're not standing with us. You've already bowed. Everything else is more important than propagating this ministry or the ministry of any Christ-honoring church. If every member of this church was just like you, what kind of church would this be? I'm looking for some men and women who will stop bowing. And I love what a son-in-law said, a great word to me. I've watched the game too long. I want to play the game. And you know, if you think you're doing the will of God by sitting down here hearing me preach, you've missed it by a thousand miles. God saved his people, gave them a spiritual gift, gave them the Holy Spirit, gave them the great commission. And when in the world are we going to use what he gave us and do what he said? Huh? Don't tell me. You know, some people say, well, when are you going to do another class? Wait, friend. I've been teaching them for 45 years. Ain't no issue whether I'm going to teach. What are you going to do? I signed up for life at 15. And I don't want, Carol and I, as we celebrated our 50th, and I looked at her and I said, I have no regrets. We did it God's way. I have no regrets. Are you living with regrets? You know, I think of my own brother who was out there some years, had some hard years. But let me tell you, friend, by the time God reeled him in, when this church started and he got right with God, hasn't missed here 40 some odd years. Dave Smith, his mother used to uh, uh, meet with him. We were talking. Elsie Schaefer, one of the most precious ones. Elsie, oh yeah, well, I know another German gal, Schaefer, I'm sorry. But she lives in Raisin City, Fresno. But Elsie Smith, she used to do our flowers. Wonderful. She said, I, I've got a son out of church. One's run with Jack Van Impey, Charles, wonderful Christian ed director. But I got a son that he's away from home, away from the God I introduced him to. And at Holy Ghost Hall, he'd come in from riding the beat as a CHP and stand with his mom and dad. And God wooed him back. Wooed him back. You've been here faithful for 30 years, David. He, if no one else gets touched in the service, David will. You've got to give him a handkerchief now. Because he remembers how mean and lost and far away he was. But God brought him home. Have you come home? Are you home? Are you in the yoke? What are we going to do? I'm going to trust Christ 
Because I know Bible prophecy that most folks don't know. They're so confused about it. They don't even, they can't figure out the date when he's coming, so they've given it up. He's coming, friend. I don't care if it's mid, post, or pre. I'm going to hope for pre, but I'm going to be looking for him no matter what he does. Jesus is coming. He's going to reign. He's going to conquer his enemies. And he's going to take every reprobate that has made fun of his law, cast it off, and say, we will say what the sexes do. We will say what goes on in the womb. We'll kill it if we can use it. We'll kill it and we'll make a law. But let me tell you, America is not my God. It's my country. It's not my God. I don't bow I, you know what? what's an amazing thing about Daniel and these three boys? They get a promotion. They got a job promotion that day by Nebuchadnezzar. They were some of the top officials. And guess what? Um, the uh, Christians in this country ought to be the best representatives we've got working for government. But government is not God. God gave five things to restrain sin in the world. One, he gave conscience. Romans 2.16, that even their conscience, if they don't have the law of God, speaks against them when they do wrong. Two, he gave parents. Parents were supposed to use the rod and bring enough pain to little children that they would know wrong is wrong, right is right, and disobedience brings some form of penalty. Did I say abuse? Thank you. I said a little pain. And that's open to interpretation. So we'll go on. So conscience, parents, government. Government's been given a sword, First Timothy 1. Government is there to control the lawless, the murderer, those that want to hurt you. Thank God for good policemen. Somebody's got to restrain the evil around us. Okay. Fourthly, he gave the church that is supposed to be salt and light in the world. Are you having any effect on where you are? You're supposed to be salt and light. This church, what do you think we do children's ministry for? Why are we doing youth groups? Why is that our responsibility to raise your kids? They're yours. Why are we paying guys to help reach them? Because we think they're worth reaching. And we hope they'll come to Christ. And we're not sure they'll necessarily come to Christ just being in your home. What are you doing in your home? Is it a tech center or is it a Christ center? You're going to hope I take another eight weeks off, but I'm, t- I'm back. I ain't here messing around. I don't care. I care that we're in crises. And in my spirit, I'm saying, if I had Stephen here, I just would have Steve for dad. He'd set the jaw and we would both just set our jaw. We're not going to bow by the grace of God. We're not going to bow. We're not going to bow. We're not going to bow. We're going to obey God. Obey God. That you might grow in Christ and find encouragement in the day-to-day lives that we lead as believers in Christ. It is a challenge to live in a dead and dying world, is it not? Especially knowing heaven awaits us. So it is a delight to be able to come to you on a daily basis and provide you with this encouragement from God's Word as we teach and train and and preach the gospel of Christ for the glory of God and your good. This is Truth For Today, Pastor Phil Howard, taking us to God's Word that we might be mutually edified in grace. 
you have questions or comments about the broadcast, maybe you would like to hear the program again. We have a couple of ways that you can reach us. The easiest, of course, is our phone number, 855-833-9864. If you would rather visit our website and work through the website, you can do so, truthfortodayradio.org. A lot of resource materials available there. Besides our podcasts, you'll also take advantage of the many other resources, books, and materials. It's all at truthfortodayradio.org. You can write to us at 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, Hercules, California. 94547 is our zip code. And as we conclude our time today, we would invite you to link arms with us financially and prayerfully. These programs come to you on a daily basis, and even our extended resource materials found at our website are available as you link arms with us, partnering with us financially and prayerfully. Whether it's a one-time gift or a monthly gift, no gift is too small, no gift is too large. Please consider how you might come alongside and partner with us as we continue to minister the gospel of Christ to the greater Bay Area. We'd love to hear from you. Here's that phone number once again. 855-833-9864. That's 855-833-9864. And our website, you can securely give a donation there as well, truthfortodayradio.org. And then we would also invite you to join us for worship. If you're not involved in a fellowship near you, consider this an official invitation to join us here at Valley Bible Church in Hercules. For directions and information, you can visit our website, truthfortodayradio.org, or again, call 855-833-9864. And then, would you please mention that you were invited by the radio broadcast to one of our ushers? It would mean a great deal to us. Whether you visit us in person or simply stop by our website or listen to us here on the radio, we hope to see you next time we get together for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.